Am I taking responsibility for my life? Over the next three weeks, we're going to look at a series, and a message in a series based on a message written by Andy Stanley called Taking Responsibility for Your Life. And I really think this question is really what keeps this all together. Am I taking responsibility for my life? Very important. See, in Galatians 6, verse 2, it says, Carry each other's burdens. Carry each other's burdens. But then if you keep reading and go down to verse 5, it says, For each one should carry their own load. Now, what does this mean? Carry each other's burdens compared to carrying your own load. How can, what's, how can you do both? Well, I brought my backpack here. And I'm going to say this is my load. I'm carrying my load. I can do this very easily. It's got a nice little strap here. I'm good. I can do this all day. It's empty, so it's pretty easy to, to carry. But if I were to help someone, let's say, let's say you needed help uh, moving your refrigerator. Uh, well, could I do that? Could I still carry my load and help you do something that, that needs to be done? The answer is yes. My responsibility is my load. Helping you carry your burdens, that's not necessarily that my responsibility. That's yours. But it is my responsibility to help you do things that you can't do. Not just as the preacher. As a Christian, it is our responsibility to help others in areas that they can't help themselves. But it's not our responsibility to do things for someone that they can do on their own. So I carry my backpack and I help others. Well, this morning we're going to look at the origin of irresponsibility, right? If, if I'm responsible, that's one thing, but you know the opposite, being irresponsible. And it's hard sometimes to even notice what that means. It's hard, like, uh, like laziness and, um, and greed. It just, sometimes I, I might not notice these areas of my life, but I, I bet if I wanted help, you could probably point it out if I was irresponsible all the time. But irresponsibility is not always looked down on in our culture. We might look at someone and, and maybe their parents says, well, he's, he's a kid, you know, let him be a kid. It only lasts once. And it's like, hey, he, he's 25 years old. He's not a kid anymore. You know, maybe we, uh, we pretend to be married, but we don't want to make the commitment. Or, or maybe uh, you, you want to have kids, uh, but you're not really into the whole parenting thing. So we want to enjoy things in life without taking responsibility. This is, this is challenging, and we seem to be okay with it in our, in our world today. We even make excuses to avoid responsibility. Have you ever, have you ever been asked uh, to help someone move? Usually it seems like it's a Saturday morning, and, and you really don't want to because you've got a lot going on, and you're kind of tired and stressed, and you finally have a morning off that you can just sit and watch movies, and someone wants, to, wants help um, moving. It's like, all right, well, um, but my calendar's free, so I feel like I can. Well, there's this uh, web app. I, I couldn't find it on, on, in the uh, iOS world, but, but I assume it exists because I found some articles on it, and it's called Got This Thing. And it's a web app that syncs your Google Calendar to Eventbrite. And what it does, so let's say I have nothing going on, but... Um, uh, but, but I really don't want to, so I want to be able to tell someone I'm busy without lying. Well, this app actually takes the local events and pulls them into your calendar, and so really I can, I can say, well, I'd love to help. Well, that might not be true, but uh, I have something on my calendar. 
See, there, someone actually created an app to get out of doing things, to get out of helping other people. That's the world we live in. Oh, yeah, one more thing. I have the freedom to be irresponsible. But you can't hold me accountable. Yeah, you you, you got to let me just do it. But there will be consequences for you. You'll have to clean up my mess. And so where did this come from, this irresponsibility? I, I think that we, have, we used to teach our, our kids individual responsibility. And now I see that everyone is talking about individual rights. Well, individual rights, important. Everyone should have them. But we can't forget about responsibility. Uh, or we'll just be a bunch of free people accomplishing nothing and doing nothing and not helping the people around us. We don't have to work, though, if we don't want to. For Christians, that's not, that doesn't work. Paul said to the church in Thessalonica, For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. The one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. Irresponsibility is not neutral. Yeah, it actually does impact other, other people. If one person is, is irresponsible, there will be someone else who will pay for it. I think in my own house, uh, my five-year-old, she leaves her bedroom light on all the time. And every time I walk out of my bedroom and I see that she's not in there and the light's on, I, I tell her, hey, your light's on, and, and I don't turn it off. Because I, I don't want her to think that she can neglect responsibility and put it on someone else. Now, I know she learned that probably from me. Um, see, at, at night, uh, I'll sit in my chair, and on the table next to me, I have, a, have my cup with a drink and maybe a, a plate with a snack. And, and I'm really tired, though, and so when I go to bed, I just leave it there because I don't want to take it all the way to the kitchen sink. And so I just leave it there, and then the next morning, I'm getting ready for work, and I see it, and I think I should, I should probably move that to the kitchen, and, and I don't. Um, and then I go to work. Well, then my wife and kids are at home all day, and you would probably think then, well, someone's going to pick it up, and it usually is when I get home. What I have non-verbally told my wife is, you have to clean up my mess. I was too lazy to pick up my mess, so I didn't tell her verbally, so it doesn't feel as bad, but it's the same thing. I'm choosing not to be responsible. I'm making her do something. I, I can't, we can't do that. See, what happens is I have, I have my, my backpack. I have my load. And, and then, um, and then well, this is uh, Colin's backpack, and, and he's, not, he's not being very responsible. And so, so I, I have to carry his, too. Uh, and then this is, this is really small. I'm going to say this one's my wife's. Uh, has a unicorn, lots of unicorns on it. It's very small, but I'm going to carry that one for her because she's not being responsible. And, and now this is starting to get challenging. I'm going to grab both of these. Uh, this one uh, has, it's one of my daughters, and this one's the other one. And now all of a sudden, I'm carrying five backpacks, and there's four people around, uh, walking around doing absolutely nothing, not, not being responsible for their life, so I have to deal with it. And, you know, those people could all be carrying their own. My, my, uh, my five-year-old could be carrying this, and my seven-year-old could be carrying this, and my wife could be carrying this. And Colin could be carrying his. I'm not going to drop it because there's stuff in there. And I carry mine. Because when I carry all five of them and someone asks me to help them move their refrigerator, and what I'm saying is when someone has a real need, I can't help them. Because I've overcommitted my life. Now I'm stressed out. I don't have the resources. I don't have the energy. I just can't help you. Even though you really, really need help. Because I'm helping a bunch of people that don't need 
the help. Right? That's, that's why we have, to, we have to consider this. It's okay to say no. It's, it's okay to consider, am I helping someone carry their burden, or am I just doing something because they don't feel like being responsible? Now, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about those people out there who are irresponsible. We're, we're talking about ourselves. As Christians, we know that we are accountable to God. Uh, we know um, that He has given us responsibility, and He expects us to be responsible. And so we should be the most responsible people in the world. We, should, we shouldn't decide that uh, we're not going to pay our bills or our taxes. We should be dependable at work. We should be dependable at home. But it's not easy. And the truth is, this has been going on since the very beginning of humanity. See, all the way back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And so God created people. And then the first thing he did, God blessed them. So the first thing he did was bless them. And then this, he said, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. He blessed them. He gave them responsibility. Knowing Jesus, having a Lord and Savior, you have been blessed, but you've also been given responsibility. And without responsibility, life is not satisfying. Talk to someone who can't find work who's always try, trying really hard, but they, they just can't get it. So how then can something so big and so painful to the individual and all the people around, how can it be so accepted and tolerated? Well, the good news is the answer is in Genesis as well, chapter 3. It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from, the tr- from that tree, uh, the tree that is in the middle of the garden. You must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil." When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. And the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. They sure messed up. They had one rule to follow. That was it. And they broke it. And so what happens when, when, when a rule is broken? And you know, yeah, this, is, uh, this isn't going to be good. There's going to be a consequence. Someone's going to be in trouble. And so the first question we ask then, whose fault is it? Who is to blame for this? Verse 8, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, who, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? And here it is. The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, who, what is it that you've done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. 
Who's, who's to blame? Well, the man said it's the woman's fault. The woman said it's the serpent's fault. And you know when there's, when there's blame, uh, then there's conflict. Yeah, this, is, this is broken relationship stuff right here. This is failed marriages. This is, this is uh, uh, parents and, and children having, having so many problems and, and conflict. This irresponsibility leads, leads to blame and leads to conflict. This is really bad. It may not seem like a huge deal right here, but it's a huge deal. Yeah, the, the, pro, the sin, disobeying God, that was a problem. But then not taking ownership, continued conflict. A CEO took a new job, and the outgoing CEO told him that, hey, you're, you're going to mess up. You're, you're going to have problems. And he said, but when you do, I have, I've, um, I've given you three envelopes in your desk, numbers one through three. And so when you have the first problem, you get the first envelope and read what it says, and second and third, so on. So for the first few months, everything goes, goes okay, and, uh, and then he has his first problem. And so he goes to the desk and opens up envelope number one, and it says, blame me. Or this is from the outgoing CEO. And so the, the new guy said, hey, it was actually uh, it was the old CEO's fault. Uh, he, he left me with this problem. I inherited it. And he's like, oh, that, that's fine. The, the board accepted that. And then things went well for a while, and second problem, number two, uh, the envelope, it said, uh, uh, blame the board. And so he went to the board and said, hey, you know these have been problems. These existed long before me. Uh, we're, we're broken, this system. This isn't my fault. And they said, yeah, you're right. This is our fault. And, and that was it. Then he gets to the third problem after a, a few more months opens up the envelope, and it says, prepare three envelopes. He ran out of people to blame. He, he's, he's going to be out of the job now. See, this, this just doesn't work. Blame does not work long term. I inherited these problems. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to say, well, you know, this isn't my fault. That was, this was definitely Mark. I'm going to try it for 10, 15 years, but eventually, you guys won't believe me anymore. Um, I, can't, I can't say, well, I grew up in this circumstance or this environment. That might be true. You might need counseling. You might need to work through that. But eventually, we have to take ownership of our lives. We have to take responsibility of our lives. And when we blame someone else, we know, we, we feel it. Well, maybe I get away with this one, and I was able to pass it off on someone else, but deep down, I, maybe I could have done something about it. Maybe I could have dealt with this problem. There's just nothing good that comes out of being irresponsible. But it, if it's you and you're feeling this right now, repent, give your guilt over to God. I mean, really, like, like ask him to take it from you. And then you take responsibility for your life. And so there's two challenges then this morning, and this really is setting up a whole series. Number one, start listening to yourself when you, when you blame when I say the words, it's not my fault, it's so-and-so's fault, I need to start considering, is that really true? And then, number two, decide what portion of this is your fault, is your responsibility. Maybe, maybe uh, my marriage is struggling, and, and I say, well, it's not my fault at all. Maybe I could at least say 20% of it is my fault, and, and, I, and I can think of 30% that that's my wife's fault, so the rest is unknown. So we'll just leave it at that. I need to concentrate on that 20%. 
taking responsibility of my life as not controlling or manipulating someone else in their life, but really considering who I am and what I'm doing. See, in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And then Romans 6, 18, you have been set free from sin and become slaves to righteousness. Now, if you look at these passages, we talk about freedom and we're free uh, from sin and, and, uh, and we don't have to, to, to have these consequences. Well, we are free from sin, but we have a master. We're not completely free. We are slaves to righteousness. And it's not just about being a good person, but doing good as well. As Christians, we have to remember that Jesus took the full responsibility of our sins. He didn't have to do it. He could have said, you know, he deserved it. You know, it's, it's Saturday morning. I want to sleep in. I don't want to go save those people. But that's not what he did. Instead, he carried our burdens. See, just like, just like I have a load to carry and I can help others carry burdens, I have an example in Jesus who, he, this wasn't, my sin wasn't his load. It was something that I could not do without him. And so he came and did it. That's, that's why we help others. That's why we take responsibility for ourselves so that we can carry others' burdens and we can show others the love of Jesus through that example. And doing this and doing what Jesus did for me and for you, yeah, he, he bought us. We are free from sin, but man, we have a responsibility to share the gospel with the world. We should be telling people that you are loved, that you, are, that you have an opportunity to be saved, that you have someone who loves you so much. Jesus was perfect. He did this. He did exactly what needed to be done. He neglected uh, or, or just refused to take on responsibility that wasn't his so that he, he could do what, was, what he was responsible for. And that's our example. We have to look at the world around us and, and answer the questions of, you know, why, why am I here? What, what is my purpose? What am I responsible for? Well, look to Jesus. We know the answer. Carry your load, but also carry other people's burdens like he did for you.